Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So Melissa, I've got such an amazing superpower and gift mentally that I don't I don't know that you know this, but <laughs> I'm really I am, intrigued. I am the world's best procrastinator. <laughs> I've bring I've brought it to like a whole new level. <laughs> it's almost like and, you're, it's almost like you're avoiding something. <laughs> yeah, I'm like going for a world record actually <laughs> because I can't I actually don't think I can get anything done unless the amount of procrastination gets to a point where it's downright embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a great self-awareness piece on your part. Very Yeah, impressive. thanks. <laughs> thanks. And, <laughs> and, you know, it really works for me for like a little while until everything absolutely gets to a breaking point. <laughs> <laughs> Our conversation today about avoidance, like things we avoid and why do we avoid them? <laughs> this is like personally, this is my favorite because it is my go-to move. I mean, if it, like if you want to talk all sorts of avoidance, right? Like physical avoidance, like I'm not going to go mow the lawn. Like emotional avoidance, like I do not want to talk about my feelings. <laughs> like mental avoidance, like I don't want to sit down and work on that blog post, right? <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual avoidance, like let's not think about, you know, death or anything beyond. Just, <laughs> just sit here and focus on sorting my shirts by color. <laughs> Subsorted by season. Subsorted by arm length. <laughs> Subsorted by texture and fabric. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's very, very, very funny. And you know, we like I think you and I know each other well enough now where we know when we're both in full cry avoiding something <laughs> that we don't want to deal with or we don't feel completely resourced to deal with. Like even in yeah. the self-awareness journey, um, you know, we're into this several months now. And I was talking with one of my clients yesterday and she said, oh, I'm really enjoying your podcasts. Like I'm, I'm, I listen to them all the time and I normally I'm not one who stays up on schedules and stuff. And, and I said, oh, well, what, what do you think of the website? And she said, what website? <laughs> Which reminded me that we are not good at self-promotion marketing, oh, right? Yeah, we're, we're avoiding the marketing part. <laughs> and it's working really well because nobody even knows that we have a website, which by the way, if any listener is interested, it's theselfawarenessjourney.com. Um, <laughs> well, but even in that, like look at this, we're working on self-awareness and all of a sudden we're like being reminded and we already knew this, but we kind of forgot or, or avoided that we're doing next to nothing to promote or market <laughs> this yeah. wonderful thing. Well, I'd say you and I go through these cycles. You know, I think a lot of times avoidance 
comes in cycles, right? Where yeah, like true. we know there's a big project we should work on. It's, you know, for some reason it's in our head, maybe it's it's big or we can't quite figure out where to start, right? And instead of doing something like anything, you just do nothing. Yeah. Um, and which seems like an easy thing to do, right? But yeah. doing nothing is also a decision, right? Well, and you know, the thing is, is that as we're talking about, as we do, awareness, which is the conscious awareness in the moment, right, of how you're being mm -hmm. and how you feel, avoiding things feels really sort of good on the, on the surface, but usually the deeper feeling of avoidance there's, you don't feel good about doing it. You don't feel good about avoiding it. Right. I, yeah. like, I agree. Like, uh, I currently have a big project that I need to deliver at work. Mm -hmm. And there's like, and I, this happens to me a lot too. Like I get 90% of the way there, but that last 10%, oh yeah. Oh boy. Right. <laughs> but and yeah. right now, like right now, like it's not done. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not done. Mm -hmm. And I know like 10 people are just sitting there waiting mm -hmm. for me to say, ah, it, here it is. It's all done. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, like there's this, like this resistance, right? This block to yeah. me actually getting it. Yeah. So like, why is that? Right. Yeah. And, and if we really to like peel that back, you know, um, and this, this particular project is like an addition we're doing to our website. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact is, if I start really thinking about what's happening there, it's like I'm not really confident mm. at the idea I have. You know, mm -hmm. like I want to present things in a certain way, but I'm not really sure if that's the right way to do it. Mm. And so I really haven't been able to just get that part done. Yeah, because you know? you're not feeling quite sure. Something in you is I'm not, not feeling sure, sure. yeah. Yeah, everything I'm sure on, crank it out. Mm -hmm. That's no problem. But yeah. when we start to get to these edges and you start to feel like not super confident or maybe not super competent in yeah. what you're doing, it really starts to slow you down to the point where you might, just like me, grind to a halt on it and you just can't approach it. Yeah. Yeah. What at, and what will happen here? Like I can already, I I can predict you know this over and over. Um, <laughs> is at some point, you know, maybe tomorrow, maybe Monday, someone's gonna be like, uh, JJ, uh, you got that website stuff done yet? And I'll be like, crap. Oh. And I'll sit down, and it'll just all come right out. Yeah. Like yeah, you'll force but it. But I've got to get over that. I've got to get over that hump. And it's a weird part of my artistic cycle. I actually, I take that back. It's not weird at all. No, it's Everything not. It goes through this. Yeah. So it is part of the artistic cycle, yeah. the creative cycle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, but I feel like crap right now that I haven't done it. I feel yeah. bad. I feel ashamed, right? Yes. I feel embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and that's not helping matters at all. Yeah. It's, it's interesting though, because right now you're really focusing on the mental part of avoidance, you know, like the, the thinking patterns mm -hmm. and, and the things that come around that. And I think too, like, you know, one of our books, like you, it's you, I believe it's your favorite book. It is my favorite book. <laughs> 
And you introduced me to that book, I don't know, four years ago or several years ago. And I think I've read it probably four or five times. And I think you should just tell people a little <laughs> about that book because it's really fun. All right. So my favorite book is called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. <laughs> and uh, he's a writer. He, um, he wrote a couple pretty famous books. Um, but he wrote this book about the, his creative process, or, or I'd say maybe just the creative process in general. Mm -hmm. um, and he describes uh, a thing called the resistance. <laughs> and the resistance is what the artist is battling against. <laughs> and the resistance is trying to keep you from doing your very best work. And I should right? also, I want to say too that the artist does not mean art. It doesn't mean any sort of art. It means the creative process. Whatever you do is your art. Yeah. Any yeah. creative act. Yeah. Any, and you know, I, I believe that every single person on the planet is extremely creative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, when someone, when someone maybe labels me as creative, mm -hmm. I always push back pretty hard on that and say, mm -hmm. and you are too. Mm -hmm. You know, I have nothing special here. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so the resistance. So the resistance is the thing that's keeping you from doing your very best work. And, uh, and it comes up in all sorts of ways, right? It comes yeah. up in like mostly in avoidance, right? Yeah. In, um, yep. you know, doing things you're not supposed to, entertaining yourself to death, you know, <laughs> going to the bar, like yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever it might be, obsessive gardening. I, I don't know. <laughs> Basket weaving underwater. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but his point is that uh, the thing, the, the idea, the project, the work that is giving you the most resistance which is fighting you the most is the one you're supposed to be working on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I use that as a guidepost all the time. Yeah. Like the thing that I'm scared of is the thing I should be doing because the easy stuff I've already done it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is a really interesting topic. It's just, you know, I would want to ask, stop right now and ask the question, like, what do you think um, and maybe you don't need to know the answer. I don't know the answer, but what do you think is what causes you to mentally have that kind of resistance personally? Like everybody listening, it's like, what is it that puts you into that mode of avoidance? And what is the feeling behind it? So you started mm -hmm. alluding a little bit to your avoidance feelings when you were having these mental blocks, like trying to get projects done and stuff like that. And you just said, well, I'm not quite confident about what it is, or I don't feel like I'm equipped maybe to do this in the way I expect myself to be. So that could be some perfectionism. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. um, for me, uh, I avoid things that require a lot of detail. Mm -hmm. Um, so if I have to write scripts or if I have to, um, I do a lot of assess assessment work with people, 360 assessments, which is lots of detailed um, data entry and that sort of thing. Um, and for me, I absolutely can't stand those things because for me, it isn't so much not feeling equipped to do them. It's the level of energy that I have to put 
towards doing something mm-hmm. that is not tr- not my natural sweet spot, I don't like giving up that energy. I, I don't like it. I don't like having to use my energy and focus so strongly just so I don't make mistakes. Yeah. It takes so much more out of me. So I avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I avoid those and I have to choose times of the day. Now I've figured out how to get over some of that stuff. Like, you know, if I have to do a lot of detail work, I, ha- I make myself do it immediately first thing in the morning because I'm really strong physically, emotionally, mentally. It's like when you have the most energy. Yep. When I have the most yeah. energy, then I'll just get yep. right after that and try to get past those things that I'm avoiding. Um, so that's like, that's a really great tip, right? This idea yeah. that, hey, when you're in this avoidance mode, really sit with yourself and, and, and feel how, mm-hmm. how that's affecting you, right? Yeah. And then think about, well, how can I put myself into a different scenario where I can sort of offset that stuff, right? Yeah, and I think- For that, you, it's an energy thing. Like yeah. you get more tired in the afternoon and you just know yep. you got to move that, that yep. work up to the beginning of the day. Yeah, and you know, there's a million things out there that tell people how to be, quote, more productive, you know, stop procrastinating today. And it's all these mental- you know, calisthenics to try to Mm -hmm. find new processes to get over it. But I really think like when you and I work on this journey, it's really more about let's get in the front end of this. You know, what is, what are the feelings behind this that are preventing us from being able to really create? And that's the mental part. But like, I think that this, this whole notion of avoidance, and you mentioned it at the beginning of our conversation, you said like spiritual avoidance. So now that's a big, dark, dark, deep thing. Um, But I really want to talk about this just a little bit because um, I think lots of people avoid having strong relationships with themselves which is the spiritual piece, right? To Mm -hmm. me, we all have a core. We all have a guiding core principle. We all have sort of a guiding energy that's been with us forever. People call it their little small voice or their conscience or their spirit or their soul or their relationship with God or if their relationship with a higher power, whatever it might be. And it's very interesting when people are in pain, um, or they live their lives in a state of not being particularly happy, oftentimes they are truly avoiding the spiritual part of themselves because of heavier emotions or fear, Mm -hmm. fear of heavier emotions. Like, I'm going to feel guilty because I don't do these things religiously. You know, like, Mm -hmm. there's a big distinction between religion and spirituality. Um, What I'm referring to is, our spiritual internal peace, like our real core. Um, and and it's, it's really interesting to see how much pain people cause themselves simply by avoiding themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sometimes that's a little scary, mm-hmm. right? We had, we had an episode called, uh, oh, we called it the canoe of fear, right? Yes. Where we <laughs> talked about the idea, like sometimes when you're working on yourself and in this way we can say maybe working on your spiritual self. Yeah. When you push off into the darkness and you sort of like yeah, yeah. maybe lose sight of the shore yeah. every so often, it's scary. It is. Yeah, um, it can and be, yeah. that's naturally, you want to kind of avoid that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet, and yet, the more you know yourself, the easier it is to be you. 
Yeah. And the more fun it is to be you and the easier it is for you to create. So a lot of times those are what I always call like yesterday I was on a coaching session and I and I and I had this weird phrase pop into my mind because this individual was dealing with a boss who's being kind of a jerk. And um and I said, you know, it's like they're your big bad wolf. You know, it's like here you are, little red riding hood, you're kind of heading down the path, doing your own thing, enjoying smelling the flowers, looking around, and all of a sudden this big bad wolf takes you by surprise, jumps in the middle of what you're doing, and it's scary. Mm. Like all of a sudden they're they're imposing something on you or they're they're speaking down to you or they're making you feel afraid. Um, and yet it's a paper tiger. It's it's not really a big bad it's not wolf. Real, yeah. It's a yeah. paper tiger. And 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 I think in the in this conversation as it relates to our own core, sometimes the fear that we create is much more a big bad wolf. And when we look at it, we can simply poke a hole in it with our finger and it's actually a paper tiger. It's not mm -hmm. real. But it 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 will avoid that all day long because we, we don't know that it's a paper tiger. Yeah, it looks pretty right. big and hairy and scary. <laughs> <laughs> You know what other kind of avoidance I'm really good at? What? Is emotional avoidance. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, we, I, I've witnessed this once or twice. <laughs> You've seen well, me do the same. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes when I have really strong emotions, I just don't want to deal with them. Mm. Some uh, Sometimes I don't want to deal with them. Actually, most of the time I don't want to deal with them. And then... Uh, sometimes I actually think that suppress by suppressing them, I'm actually not helping myself, but like helping other people around me. Mm. So like an, That's an really example of, of this is like, um, years back, you know, I was going through a, you know, pretty, um, <laughs> big change in my business and, yep. you know, with my business partner. And it was very, very emotional, mm -hmm. right? And so at work, it was like maximum emotional stress. Yeah. And when I came home, like I just w didn't want to deal with all that emotional stress that I'd been carrying all day. So I would just kind of keep that in, right? Mm. And I thought that I was doing a favor to my family, you know, especially to my wife, mm -hmm. by like not just exploding this emotional wreckage all over her every single night, right? Yeah. Um, and that, so I don't know how long that lasted, like a year, <laughs> like a long time. Yeah. And after, like quite a few years after, she and I were talking about that period of our life. And uh, she said that that time was terrible. Yeah. You know, and I was like, why? Like, it wasn't that bad. I compartmentalized all of this yeah. emotion I was having. It, was like, yes. it all worked out fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, and, and her thing was that, um, that like, since I was like avoiding dealing with all of those emotions, like with her. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't like, I, she said, I, you know, you were really distant. Yeah. Like I was just going to say that she probably felt you were really far away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what I thought was that I was kind of like being nice to her mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. turned out 
that I was actually causing a bigger problem, right? It's, this yeah, was like it's interesting too. Collateral damage I didn't realize I was causing. Yeah, and I think too, like, so you're talking about the reactive state of emotional avoidance. Like, you know, like I was having such strong emotions, so I was reacting in this way, deciding to not participate here in a certain way, or I was, you know, being certain things. But I would just like point out in this story, the first thing that I was thinking of is, my goodness, like, think about how much energy it was taking you and how much energy it takes us to, um, when we are avoiding something emotionally, the act of that avoidance takes so much energy. It takes yep. so much energy from us. And we don't, we don't, I think like when you get depleted of energy and you're just so worn down, you don't even have in the, you don't have the real time awareness how much that's happening. Like you don't have, you just can't tell, but it's, it's really, really, really challenging. Everything else becomes super hard when we're in that process. Um, and I too, like there's been a lot of times in my life where the emotional response that I have uh, I might, what I might even do is something a little different, or I, I was very good at this before and I'm trying to be terrible at it now, which is I would come out with a secondary emotion to mask the first one that I was avoiding. Hmm. So for me, like I always say, there's two sponsoring emotions to everything, love and fear. And if I get my feelings hurt about something, I'm a really sensitive person. Like I'm extremely sensitive and I would get my feelings hurt and then I would feel so mad that I got my feelings hurt. So rather than being able to just say, I feel really sad about that, I would avoid that feeling because I did not like feeling out of control. I didn't like feeling weak and it felt more normal air quotes to have a different emotion and I felt like it was an easier emotion to explain and to push out to the world hmm. um, and so like I think there's a whole bunch of layers of emotional avoidance and I would just say wow the thing is is like the energy that it takes to be in that state of avoidance is massive and as I've worked on learning how to just be more present with, oh, this is, wow, how, what is this feeling I'm having? Oh, okay, what's, what's behind this feeling? As I'm always, you know, saying and offering as a good su suggestion to try, it's like you have a strong feeling, sit with it and try to, oh, what is this feeling about? Let's not have a strong reaction. Let's just, as I've gotten more and more practice doing that, it's really helped in the uh, emotional avoidance portion. But boy, oh boy, I'll still do it if it's something big. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. And then we have the last of the four, which is physical avoidance. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's all sorts of things that we humans do to avoid physical things. Like, I would yep. be happy to toss myself under the bus first and say, I do not want to eat vegetables. <laughs> I want to eat an entire bag of mini Butterfingers instead. <laughs> Physically, I am avoiding health because yeah. it tastes better. <laughs> right? Like how many, we all do that, like eating, exercising, right? <laughs> yes. Like, you know, I'll exercise 
tomorrow. Yeah. Perpetually tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, or January 1st. January 1st, that's it, man. I'm turning over yep. a new plate. <laughs> yep. That's when the parking lot at the fitness club is really packed for like yeah. two and a half weeks. The yoga studio is nuts as well. <laughs> and I always, I, I remember walking in at the beginning of the year and saying, well, I guess I won't be able to find a parking spot until the 7th. And the yoga right. instructor said, oh, you're being way too optimistic. It's usually the 4th. <laughs> <laughs> well, physical avoidance is, you know, that one is probably the easiest to correlate to energy output, right? Yeah. Like we talked about emotion, you know, yeah. emotional avoidance and, and how that zaps your energy, but it zaps it kind of in a different way. Physical avoidance is like, you know, you do too much physical and you just feel tired, yes. right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that one, that one's really easy. You know, and the emotional drain though, again, it's like, think about that, the energy drain again, by constantly putting pressure on yourself about mm -hmm. physically getting yourself better in better form, whether that be yeah. weight or strength or physical well-being or eating, you know, or whatever. <laughs> well, those two certainly play off each other really well, yes, right? They because do. because if you're not feeling physically fit mm -hmm. and you know that you should go do something, then you start feeling bad about it. You have yep. negative emotion about it. Yep. And then you judge yourself. Yep. And it's just yep. a cycle. And then yes. actually you feel mentally terrible, which causes you to not want to physically do anything. Yeah. So it is like, yeah, it is like the avoidance spiral. Yes. It's perfectly. It's perfect. Yes. It's a, per <laughs> it's a perfect process. It's, a per it's the perfect storm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I've, think, I think one of them, um, what I was just going to say, uh, one of our uh, favorite humans uh, uses this phrase all the time, uh, and I just want to pass it on, That because I, I, I think about it um, when I get stuck, is, is every time I get stuck, he just goes, JJ, baby steps. You know, like, <laughs> what's yeah. the littlest thing I can do? What's the smallest thing I can do to, to get movement yeah. towards the thing I'm avoiding, yeah. right? And that's yeah. such a good way yeah. to start because you don't have to, you know, whether it be going to the gym or or working on a, a project um, that you're trying to avoid or even exploring your spiritual side. Like, like you don't have to go like all huge in 110%, right. you know, because that, that's actually scary and hard. Like yeah. what's the very smallest thing you can do? <laughs> yeah. That's you know, really, really start good. with the very littlest thing yeah. and then, then do the next very littlest thing. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't have to be a hero. It just, yeah. just starts with little baby steps. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and, and what I feel like is another really strong takeaway from our conversation is to just take a moment and when you know, cause everybody knows what they avoid. Like everybody knows that they're really used to the reactive state of avoiding it and the feeling of guilt and shame and, you know, I'm procrastinating and mad at yourself and stuff like that. What I would say would be also a really interesting thing to do would be to consider what is the feeling behind what I'm avoiding? What, mm -hmm. what is the actual source of that? Is it fear of something? Is it fear of not being good enough? You know, as you were mentioning, 
earlier with your example with the website is it fear of you know fear of being hurt fear of pain fear of the unknown um is it anger about something like just sitting for a moment and getting to the to the front end of that and understanding what the feeling is about i think can also be extremely helpful yeah yeah that's great um so with that uh I am off to uh, go sort my pants (laughs) by length. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.